When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always by Mr. Bo Brock in his Nike golf hat today. And Mr. Frank Sanders live from Denver, Colorado. Still hopping on to talk a little Cardinal football on a Friday afternoon. Gentlemen, how are we living I mean, we're not in the DMVR hanging out for somebody's birthday like our guy Speedo Jackson, but uh, yeah, we're having a good little Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. Th- this time next week, we're going to be break. We're going to know who the pick is, and we're going to be previewing rounds two and three. I can't wait for that. Like I'm over here feeling foot loose, like you can see what my title says. <laughs> I am trying to keep it light, Johnny. This is a nervous week for a lot of guys, man. Uh, not not only for. The fans for the Arizona Cardinals, but a lot of players around the NFL. Some guys uh, could be uh, losing their jobs to some some young and fresh talent hitting mm-hmm. uh, coming to those teams. And yep. you know that to me, I remember draft day. Uh, it was crazy, and uh, a lot of guys right now feeling that angst of possibly being the first, uh, being in the, in the top thirty-two picks or somewhere probably moving dropping down to the second and third rounds. It feels like we're getting a lot of clarity, and Bo, you made a, a really great point. Actually, my favorite thing is day two mocks when those come out and best available players, right? We'll be soaking that in this time next week. Good health. The Cardinals trade back. Maybe they've got multiple picks to talk about. We don't have a first-round pick. We have plenty of time to break that down. But, gentlemen, you know, it's kind of a point of contention on Twitter, Cards Twitter specifically, about what this team should do. And I really wanted to open up the discussion as Isaiah in the chat says, can't wait for the Cardinals draft party next week. Isaiah, we can't wait to hang with you, brother, uh, when that goes down live from the Ainsworth next April 28th, the Thursday, first round of the NFL draft. We'll talk about that here in a hot minute. But what's up, Cardinals update? But what I what I do want to say is, you know, with regard to offense or defense, you know, I put a tweet out there, Bo, earlier today about it's time to invest in the offense. And I got some pushback. A lot of people saying, Defensive line, pass rusher, D-tackle. And before I give my little spiel about why I feel the way I feel about pick 23, I want to get your your opinions on where do you stand, offense or defense, at pick 23 for the Cardinals? I, I think I, I'm right with you. I, I'm saying offense. Let's do it. Let's finally add some sizzle here. Let's let's do it for the first time outside of Kyler Murray with Cliff Kingsbury as your coach. You make that investment. You're going with that experiment, and it's paid off for you so far 
why not bread your or butter your bread a little bit with an offensive selection, whether it's on the line, whether it's you know a skill position. I'd love to see it. I want to see that wide receiver room just bolstered because once you do that, you know, this team goes from, you know, at 10 and two last year, they were scary. They were a wagon and they can get back to that. And then some with Kyler Murray, you know, he's going to secure the bag. You can kind of give him his Robin to his Batman going forward. You get pretty, uh, you know, a, a pretty nice contract for a wide receiver going forward for four years. And then the option year fifth, I love it. Let's do it. Let's finally do that because, also, you've got that with what your 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 big talking point about. If you give Vance Joseph another defensive player and he plays twenty to thirty percent of the snaps, I mean, what are you doing when the rest of the league, for the most part, can find impact players in the first round? You haven't done it for a third consecutive year. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I yes, defense wins championships. Oh, no, it doesn't. Frank, I, I thought you were going to join us. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I have to swallow everything I've ever said to every defensive player in my life right now. Offense wins uh, championships. But look, I, I have to disagree only on this point that the most heavy, our heaviest position right now is our offensive team. And we got we got a tight end in Zach Ertz. We got a we got a bona fide two receivers right now that we know for a fact that can play. And that's and that's some D hops. And we got AJ Green back. Of course, we want to upgrade that a little bit. We can do that. But we got James Connors back. Now that's 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 hella good. We got three fourths of offensive line that came back. Pretty much everybody on our offensive line came back, and we still got a starting quarterback. There's nobody on our defense that has the same kind of mantra, and we lost two studs on offense, and that's Christian Kirk and Chase Edmonds. But guess what? We didn't bring anybody right now in on the defense uh, in free agency. Not we got a cornerback in Glendy, but he hadn't played last year. But how about this here? Right now, the free agency market is offensive heavy, and there's a bunch of guys that really want to come out. Defense right now, it's not. And our defense is kind of, it's thin. And that's the only reason I got to go back and say, I got to have defense because we don't have defensive line. We got two studs in the backside of uh, and our linebacking court, and that's Zayvon Collins. Of course, he's got to play this year. And Isaiah Simmons, he's got to get better this year because this is the time right now for him to do it and to get paid. JV, I got to go defense right uh, now hey, on, listen, on, on those premises. What you're saying makes sense. I want to get to a comment here. Jalen Blair says, what happens if you take a guard and they don't start? From what I can tell, Jalen, nothing has been promised to Will Hernandez. Uh, and I would trust Sean Kugler and Cliff Kingsbury with Zion Johnson or Tyler Lindenbaum, Kenyon Green to play. Uh, Justin Pugh's injury concerns. Rodney Hudson missed time last year. It's never a bad thing to invest in your offensive line, especially when you got a quarterback that's undersized like Kyler Murray. That, that individual will play even if it's not day one of training camp. I have no concerns there. Um it sounds like a time as a draft crush on George Karloftis. I mean, it could very well be. Uh, we Yikes. make it three straight drafts for a quote-unquote linebacker. Um, here's what I will say. I don't disagree with Frank that the defense needs more help. I think they do need more help because you can make an argument. The offense has more clarity going into this season than last year. You didn't have James Conner as your bona fide Pro Bowl running back. You have that now. We didn't really know what his role was going to be. A.J. Green, second year in the offense, even though I'm not super high on, on Mr. Green at 34. Zach Ertz was not a part of this team, right? Rodney Hudson in year two. I do think they're going to upgrade it, right? I like I, I can get my head around Rodney, or, uh, Rondell Moore year two. Like I can get my head around. The offense is in a better place, no doubt. The defense has significant holes opposite Marcus Golden. No more Chandler Jones, right? Defensive line is really lacking talent, elite talent. Bonafide SEC defensive line talent. Cornerback, 
group could could use an upgrade or two. And then we've got the two unknowns at inside backer. I say all that to say, in terms of where this draft is going to fall, if you if you believe the mock drafts, the rankings last year, the mock drafts were incredibly, incredibly accurate, almost to a T as to who went above the Cardinals. If you go back, nobody fell into this team's lap. There wasn't a seeding lamb that was available for the Dallas Cowboys that picked 17, 18. All that to say, if you go by the rankings, which we're going to do, I do not think anybody of note is going to be worthy of the 23rd pick defensively for the Cardinals. There is not going to be a Jordan Davis. I don't even think George Karloftis is going to be there. I think he's a 4-3 defensive end. And I don't think Stingley, Sauce Gardner, top two corners aren't going to be there. So then it's like, okay, you could get the best guard in this draft at 23. You could get a top six receiver, both of which are going to help you immediately next year. If this was a draft, gentlemen, that had six to seven first-round defensive tackles, I would say, hell yes, grab the best one that's going to be available. We are going to see, we think, four pass rushers go in the top 12 to 14 picks. And then it's going to be slim pickings. There is one defensive tackle I know they like in Jordan Davis. I'm going to touch Devontae White because of off-the-field concerns. There's nobody else on the defensive line. So then you think about, okay, cornerback, nobody at 23, but I, I, I think makes a ton of sense, Bo. So I agree that the defense needs more help. But number one, you've given them so many resources over the past three drafts alone. And then just this is not the draft to take a defender at 23. It just isn't. Right. And look, defense does win championships. I think that cliche has been backed up, no doubt about it. But you're not going to find that game record at 23. You're just not. I mean, who was the guy that was just making all the noise against the Bengals? That was Aaron Donald, the three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah, the likelihood of landing him at twenty three, the likelihood of George Karloftis, who our guy was it, uh, who said that he had a crush. Kime has a crush on him. Look, Kime's got a weird. T- he's got he's got a fetish. You ever have one of those friends that has a weird taste in the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever? He is dying. Previously, I can't can't handle this. <laughs> Steve Kime is a fetish guy. He's not like a tradition. He doesn't have like the traditional. Uh, he doesn't like the not like the Rex Ryan foot fetish. Right. Let's just he, be clear. Well, I mean, he likes the versatility, right? That's his yeah. thing. That's his kink. And you know, I, maybe that's what Carl Loftus brings to the table. But it's that's it's not going to get it done at twenty three. That's not the guy that's going to complete the puzzle as far as setting off this defense and making it championship caliber. What this team could really bolster here at twenty three, what they're going to have the ability to kind of take their offense from very good to elite. Give that to me at 23. Or if you want to move up aggressively, let's go. Pound the table. Let's start a chant at our draft party on Thursday. We're going to identify an offensive player that we want, and we're going to get it going there. And things that we're going to – Burks. 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 Frank Sanders. Let's get Traylon Burks in a Cardinals uniform like yesterday, and let's make him the secondary option opposite DeAndre Hopkins. Let's go. I I, th- I think it's just smile, Frank. Let's get an offensive player. Can't do it, brother. Not 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 taking it. Not, not not cannot fall for the bait and switch trick y'all trying to give me right now. And you <laughs> you both set me up real nice and butted me up real good to go offense, but I'm not doing it. I'm still rocking with my defense. <laughs> Traylon Burks, look, I've watched him. I don't want a Debo Samuel's type receiver in my league right now because you that's just not our offense. The only reason Debo Samuel's became special or AJ Brown became special is because. Your offense sucked like you had nobody else. And that was the bona fide position you can come down to and say, hey, we need to get this guy the ball in any any form of fashion. Derrick Henry sucks. 
I'm not saying D. Henry. I'm just saying, but no. AJ Brown just he Derrick Henry wasn't most he wasn't he was the most primary pass year. catching target. I agree. But with I'm you. saying like that's you got to find you got to find crafty ways to get guys balls that just takes away you take away James Conner if you get a Traylon Burks and try to make him a, a Debo Samuel's and why you know Benjamin you take away him that's another problem you got to have. What is Rondell Moore doing our team? We can argue these points all day long, and I'm still saying I'm throwing up in my mouth to say that defense wins champions. Trust me, <laughs> but. We are thin in these areas. Look, we had Hassan Reddick. He was playing in the wrong position. Now look at him. He's ripping the league at a defensive end position. He was both, he was considered to be a linebacker, playing the wrong position. Zayvon Collins, we got a guy right now t- taken in the top 15th, I think, last year. We got Isaiah Simmons taken in the top 10. We got two studs that we can use and utilize. But, of course, how do we use these guys and what are we doing with these guys? We need some fat. We need some chunky beef guys in the middle. I agree from some place. The and everybody, problems. let's and let's talk about let's talk about Devontae Wyatt really fast because there are people in the chat from a on the field perspective. If Devontae Wyatt checked all the boxes off the field and he's available, he would be my pick for twenty three. SEC standout national champion, exactly what they need. They have concerns over uh, a assault incident that happened in twenty twenty, uh, and they flagged him. I, I know that what? definitively now. We love guys there, like that. Well, we once love upon a time, it bit, him, shoes, in the ass. It bit him in the ass weed. with Robert Wondolichi. Now, different kind of off the field where he just didn't love football. I, I, I would right. imagine Devontae Wyatt, coming from the University of Georgia, loves football. But they've got concerns. And I just I feel like they prioritize now so much so. Captain, scholar, right? That's all they said about the last couple picks that they had in the first round. I think if Devontae Wyatt were to be available in the second round, he'd be an option. As much as he would, he he's exactly what this team needs. I don't disagree with that. He's not an option at twenty three. I just can't see it happening. I, I'm I, I've I've heard that they have flagged him for off the field concerns. Thus, you can't risk it at twenty three. And then that you know I've got people in the in the chat asking me, do I like some of these second tier defensive linemen? Of course I do. Just not at twenty three. And that that'll be in our second topic today. Of okay, do you trade down? Do you trade up? What do you want to do? Because you can only fill so many needs. Well, I just I go back to the fact that this team right now on paper, you know, I got Ian Rappaport said on the surface, Cardinals don't have a lot of needs. And then I see the team site tweeting out the biggest hole in the team is edge rusher. I believe that if it's their preference to fill a hole, it would be edge rusher. But that, that comes with just the biggest fat caveat of there is not anyone here worthy of drafting a 23. Even if George Karloftis is gone. Like, are you going to reach for the kid out of Penn State? Are you going to take the kid from Minnesota at 23? Oh, please don't. Yeah. I, I like, couldn't you foresee that happening? I just, the closer we get to next Thursday, the more I'm feeling like they're either going to force an edge pick or like that. I feel like that's where the tide is trending right now. As much as I don't want that to be the case, that's such a reactionary thing of, oops, we lost Chandler Jones. Take a big 10 pass rusher, situational guy. Why not take the best player? offensively and go sign go get Jadavion Clowney under contract for the next two years that but weekend. They don't have any money for that. I mean you yes, saw, they did do. You, did you see the details on AJ Green's contract? He's got two <laughs> void years on it and he's making pennies. It's like they don't have any money. There's no money. You're not, not getting, no money for Kyler apparently I mean unless you unless you restructure or you you sign uh DJ Humphreys to an extension or, or Kyler frees up some money when he signs his mega million dollar extension. 
it ain't happening. Like, yeah, I see you, Rafa, as far as Melvin Ingram. I think that's a de- definite possibility. Yeah, you, gotta flood, you can flood the position with numbers through the back end of the draft and some of these veterans on the market. That used to be Steve, the old Steve Kime special. And, and when it comes Kime. down to when it comes down to it, you know, if if you're there, this defense wins, you know, championships cliche comes true. It's not going to be 23 making the play. It's going to be that your stars stayed healthy and it's JJ Watt being disruptive. It's Buda Baker making the game changing play. It's Byron Murphy. It's guys already in that building. The Arizona Cardinals, you know, I, I think what they need to do now is take kind of a page from the Bengals book and, and try to really help out their quarterback. Give mm-hmm. him just a, a plethora of receivers, of weapons. Give just like Joe Burrow. If, if it's not Jamar Chase's day, if it's not Tyler Boyd's day, it could be T. Higgins' day. Right now, it's it's Kyler, it's DeAndre Hopkins, maybe a little bit of Zach Ertz, and James Connor is, is the the steady guy in the backfield at the goal line. But as far as getting yards, you need you need need somebody else. You need somebody that can be a playmaker for them. And twenty three, big big opportunity there. I agree with that. People are trashing Clowney in the chat. Listen, Clowney. Eight or nine sacks last year for Cleveland. Still great against the run. Frank, wrap this conversation up. Today, definitively, if you could predict their pick six days out, what do you think it's going to be for the Arizona Cardinals? You guys make such a, a you know an, an argumentative point. I like it, but I just I can't I can't I can't I can't do it. I got to go somewhere along the lines of defense. I got to give Vance Joseph somebody else. JJ Watts, ha- he has to feel like he has a partner in crime. And somebody that's gonna I like alleviate him and add to that defensive line. We have we don't have a defensive line. Marcus Golding is a is a is a he's a he's a coming off the bench guy. You have Zach Allen, he's coming off the bench guy. We can keep naming guys, and outside of that, we have no idea what JJ's gonna bring to the table. So literally, when you look at my front line, I have no front line. One of the guys in the chat earlier said, use our first two picks, 23 and 55, with defensive line because we need it. And if you're gonna start young, our entire defense is young. So why not give them some fat guys, some guys with some body and some sense, some wide, some, you know, just some, some girth that can kind of fill up some holes and maybe a leadership at, at Mike Linebiker that we can go out on the free agency market and grab. I'll take that. But our offense, we need no help. We got a quarterback that can rush for almost 700 yards. Come on, man. Like, really? Like, that's 700 yards along with James Conner's 1,000. And you got, you got, when we do the math, I just, I just see like we got power and weapons. On offense, we do not have that on defense, not at all. You mentioned um, partner in crime for J.J. Watt. If the Cardinals take a corner, I, I'm liable to commit some crimes uh, <laughs> week, uh, at the Ainsworth uh, out of sheer frustration. Um, I, I want some respect on the junkyard dog's name, by the way. Marcus yeah. Golden, man, double-digit sacks. He's putting the ball on the turf. It seemed like all season long. Come on, Marcus Golden is not just I love him, but he's just a – he's a come, he's a go ahead. JV, I'm gonna leave. It. No, I agree with that, and I think let's give Marcus Golden, Jadavion Clowney to hang around with. All right, speaking <laughs> of hanging out, come meet Byron Murphy and us next Thursday, the first round of the NFL Draft, live from the Ainsworth, April 28th, 4 p.m. We're gonna have wall-to-wall coverage of the entire draft, kicking off Thursday night. PHNX Cardinals live, food and drink special giveaways, uh, tons of fun. The guest list that Burgang Travel are wonderful partner is putting together is so star-studded i can't even begin to name everybody myself bo brock frank sanders damian anderson marcel ship uh sean phillips deuce latui right guard for the arizona cardinal super bowl team so many and more come and hang out if you're one of the first people first 50 people in the door 
You get a handshake, you get a photo. <laughs> Frank's laughing. You get to hang out with Frank Sanders. You get a picture with Byron Murphy. It's just too good of a time to miss out. And it is really the PHNX biggest event that we've ever done. We've already got over, I'm, I've confirmed it, 100 people RSVP. Get on the guest list now. You will not want to be sitting around Thursday wishing that you would have gotten a ticket to this event. Come celebrate with us. We're all going to be hanging out. We want to be able to meet Bo's. We're flying Bo in. We're going to be, we want to be able to meet the community of, of um, PHNX Cardinal members. So, so come out and hang out. Isaiah is going to be there. We're excited about it. We're also excited about the little event tonight taking place. The Phoenix Suns, I, I'm going to say desperately need a win, gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now my DraftKings pick of the week. Phoenix Suns tonight, money line, book it. They're winning. They are taking command back of the series, even without Devin Booker. You can make that bet right now at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The NBA playoffs mean next-level basketball. Get into the first round action with DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and $150 in free bets instantly no matter what. The first round continues. We want to make sure the Suns make quick work. That's going to be live tonight. Actually, our friends and uh, cohorts, PHNX Suns, if I've got this correctly, are at the Ainsworth today. Is that correct? Hanging out, watching the Suns. So go check that out. We just we love hanging at the Ainsworth because it's the place to be. Speaking of the place to be, the DraftKings Sportsbook app and customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same game parlays. Plus, each round, uh, each day of the first round gets you a risk-free bet up to 10 bucks if your same game parlay doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX at $5 on any team to win their game. During the first round, you get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, 21 and older. Arizona only gambling problem call 1 800 next step. New customer only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook, Mr. Bo Brock, for more details. Marte Jenkins, Frank Sanders' boy, the kick returner, one of the best kick return seasons in Arizona yeah. Cardinals history, is joined the party next week. I mean, as you said, it's too many to name, but uh, Jenkins added today. Saw that on social media looking good. We got a strong roster. We don't have many holes. Like, we're not going to, I mean, we could go for days trying to figure out. We're just taking best player available in the draft as far as our squad's concerned. <laughs> we're the answer All right. kind. <laughs> Jordan P. Frank, in your opinion, is Jamison Williams worth trading up for our next year's first round pick? Would you aggressively move from 23 up the draft board to get JMO from Bama? No. And the only reason why I wouldn't, I'm not saying he's not a generational talent. But I'm saying that he is coming off with a knee injury, and I need somebody. To, my first-round pick's got to play. He's probably game, He's probably seven weeks, eight weeks in. I'm not sure of that. I feel like there's other options out there. And this is a, this is a big – this is a heavy receiver, you know, draft. There's a lot of receivers in this draft that you can move around with that run four threes, four twos that's out there that can make some plays. He is a – he looks like with Alabama, he's a talent, talented player, but I wouldn't trade up for him right now, not when I know that I still have Traylon Burke, Olavier, Garnett, I mean, Bert, I mean, I got, I got Landon, I got Watson, I got, I got Thor, I got Williams. I, there's a, like, just we can go name on name on name, and that it just, there's so many other players out there just can fit and play. Remember, we gotta, we gotta remember this here. DeAndre Hopkins is our number one. That's like asking, you know, if you got Larry Fitzgerald there, you're not asking these questions because he's your number one guy, and that's where the ball's gonna go. It's gonna go to number one. Down on down to your down to your tight end, Zach Ertz, who's definitely deserves that that conversation to be one of the top 
top tight ends in the NFL right now. And one of the guys made a comment. I thought it was absolutely apropos. Kyler Murray has to raise the level of the talent of his player, that, of the talent that he's been given. And he has talented players there. And that's there. And we're not even talking about Walker. So we got a receiving core that's that's kind of put together. We can add a couple of pieces, but they don't have to be in the first round in order to make this in order to make our offense work. I just feel like, yeah, absolutely. You want your quarterback to elevate the talent of your roster, no doubt about it, but you don't want to create a crutch there either. I, I you you want if you have an you opportunity and, and if you're looking for for the best player available and it's on the offensive side of the football, you know, I hope that the Arizona take Arizona Cardinals take that opportunity. Uh, more so than on the defensive side of the football, just because of all the variables that go into it, you know, especially playing time and who's going to make the biggest impact. And it's if it's Jamison, I, I hear you. I mean, that's that's going to be tough, especially if you trade up, if you give away app assets, you give away future draft capital, and he's not going to be available to you. But also keep this in mind: when the hell have the Arizona Cardinals struggled? If they add a player the caliber of Jamison Williams in November and they get him ready, and he's hitting his uh, kind of finding his stride in December. I mean, that kind of remedies where this team has struggled the last two seasons. Uh, I mean, it's not ideal, no doubt about it. But, you know, signing A.J. Green to a one-year deal and what he was capable of doing with D-Hop on the field, I think you're in a good spot. And, you know, if Jamison is the guy that they believe he can be, if you like him, go get him. Real quick, Jay, you know what's funny about that statement? If we got – we would have a first-round draft pick with an ACL and we would have a a number one receiver coming back with an ACL. What are we doing? They have MCL, wasn't it? MCL. MCL. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like, what are we doing? Like, that would be. be interesting. I'm, at, I, I'm not. That's I'm a haircut these yet. days. I mean, we come back. Well, by all accounts, J- Jamison looks fantastic coming off injury. And I listen, I, I'm funny. still of the mindset if the Cardinals want Jamison Williams, go get him. But I don't think, I, I think you'd have to put together a package that includes your number one next year. If that's if that's something they're interested in doing, I'm not going to knock them for it because I know that definitively they believe that he's a bona fide, you know, future number one receiver. Great, go get him. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily in the cards because until I see Steve Kahn do something like that where he mortgages the future, I mean, the guy was boasting at the at the combine. The Cardinals are the only AFC West team uh, to have a first round pick. That was before the Russell Wilson trade. So now the Seahawks are back in play. But um, I, I'm at the mindset like I feel pretty good about the the idea that there's going to be a quality receiver available uh, or a quality guard available. With that being said, I, I like the idea of trading down for a couple different reasons. I, I like giving Steve Kime more, more cracks at finding talent on day two. That's where he's really kind of made, you know, the most of his drafts in, in years prior. I also feel like, I mean, I don't know if the opportunity is going to be there to trade down because I don't think people look at this draft as rich talent, like top blue chip talent. I don't think there's going to be a big difference, gentlemen, between pick 20 and pick 40. I think it's just going to be what's your preference, what's your scheme fit, you know, how did they do in the interview room with you? So as much as I would love to be able to trade down maybe six, seven spots, pick up an additional third on Friday, it just that I don't see anybody breaking down the walls to do that. And if they are trying to come up, more than likely, Bo, it's probably going to be for a player that you have interest in at receiver or otherwise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you would hope so. Otherwise, you're like, it would be a true head scratcher, and Johnny would lose his mind at our draft party next week, and then instruct me to assault Steve Kahn, which I hope he doesn't do. I probably won't. I won't, you know, do what he says because I, you know I'll be more level headed than him. Hey, Bo, hey, Bo, back in town to beat somebody's ass at yeah, the Cardinal he's- facility. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, man. But, you know, when we look at this draft beyond the first round, I mean, look, so we've decided Johnny are on the offensive side of the football. And then I think that dictates what you're doing in the next two rounds because the Arizona Cardinals and, and you have to really try to fulfill some needs here because it, there is a sense of urgency with after round three, after 87, you're not on the board for what, like 200 picks. I mean, it's that you go from from 87 all the way. I'm sorry. It's I think they don't pick until like 201. So they go from 87 to 201. That's a ton of prospects off the board. I know Steve kind of moved back up last year. He made the Marco Wilson deal. But, uh, you know, I so with all that being said, you look at 55. If they don't get that edge in the first round, you have to imagine that they're going to go get that edge in the second round. I agree with that. And I think defensive tap really – Receiver, defensive tackle, or defensive end, outside linebacker are all in play if you don't address it in the first. And that, to me, is like the scary part about, like, I, I could go this entire draft and not draft a corner, and the team would be fine. You bring back Robert Alford after draft weekend, you go this entire draft, and you don't draft an impact front seven player that can get after the quarterback or receiver, everybody's going to be pissed off. So that's why I feel like, you know, and you could maybe throw guard in there, too, if you're confident, Will Hernandez, maybe get a veteran. But, like, man... If we're sitting there on day two, gentlemen, and they went corner in the first round, let's say they took Trent McDuffie fell to them, and they're like, oh, my God, the value was too good to pass up. It's like, hey, guys, awesome. You have two picks, as Bo mentioned, until we hit the 200s, and you got three or four other needs to fill, guys. What, what are we doing here? So at that point, it's like, do they, do they trade back from 55 to try to recoup a fourth? But then I, I'm not putting ownership on a guy on day three to make any kind of impact. Those are lottery tickets to begin with. Yeah. That's why I feel like – you're playing with house money when you got Marco Wilson last year, and he showed as much promise as he did. You know, it, it starts to get watered down a little bit. They do not have the luxury of taking a defensive back at 23. You want to you want to talk me into a front seven impact defender that can get after Matthew Stafford, that can get after Trey Lance? I can be convinced of that. I don't love it, especially where they're picking. I can be talked into it. You want to take a, a cornerback, a, a, what would equate to a fourth corner next year at 23, Frank Sanders, it would make me it would make me barf in my beer that I'm going to attempt to chug next <laughs> Thursday at the Ainsworth Ho not hotel, the Ainsworth restaurant. Oh man, oh, well played, Frank Sanders. No problem, brother. That's what I do. Look, JV, I agree with you, but we need, we need to make a splash, man. Like, and we really do. We need to make a splash. Whether it's on the offense with a receiver that will come in and absolutely, absolutely make a threat to every defensive opponent that we will face next year. Our schedule looks pretty tough. So we need, we need some speed and some, some guys that can get out there and make some, you know, score some points. This is an air raid offense. Cliff needs these opportunities. Kyler Murray needs these opportunities, but I will say this here. I, we need whoever we draft on defense. Mm -hmm. I, he needs to be big. He needs to be imposing and he needs to have a presence when he comes into this, in, into this facility, because we're going to ask a lot of them. And we're asking a lot of these young guys that's, that's behind them to make some plays. So I agree. Receiver with 23 is fine with me. It just has to be somebody that's going to be special. Not an average talent guy, because I think we need, we need somebody that can, that not just we talk about take the, take the, take the top off the defense. No, we need somebody that Kyler wants to throw to and will throw to. And not only that, Cliff will find ways to make sure you get the ball into his hand. I'll still be holding my breath though. I mean, I could love the prospect. If, if they get a sky more, if they get a, the kid from North Dakota state, if, if, you know, one of those smaller school guys that didn't play against one of the power five schools, I'm going to be concerned until I see him suit up in the regular season, because I know we yeah. got pretty hyped during the preseason mm -hmm. on, on this rookie class. So 
uh, I'm, I'm not going to get burned twice again. So I think that it's it's one of those things where it's not as sure as some of these big time prospects that are going to be there available at 23. But 55, I mean, we've seen Steve Kai move up in the second round before. Like, if it, it doesn't cost as much. Is there anybody that's like in that ballpark? If you're looking at edge, if you're looking at corner, uh, if you haven't filled that needed wide receiver that you guys like uh, in particular, that could be second well, round. Here's what I will say. I think the the ace in, in his sleeve is the fact that they are going to get multiple comp picks next offseason because of the fact they were so inactive in free agency this year. They are scheduled to get a fat third-round pick for Christian Kirk's contract. That sh- if, you, if I'm Steve Kime, it's my ace in the hole. If I want to move up in the first or in the second round, Bo, I think somebody, we've talked about him before, Logan Hall out of Houston, they love his tape. They were very hands-on with him in his pro day. They've got a relationship with that Houston program. After taking Josh Jones once upon a time, he is somebody to me, he's 6'6". It's like Clayus Campbell all over again, perfect sliding into that five technique. I could see them wanting to get him in front of J.J. Watt before J.J. Watt is gone. That to me is, okay, you call up somebody in the 40s, he's still available, even though he's, he's flying up draft boards and say. Hey guys, I'll give you our third next year because we're going to get a comp pick and you move up from 55 and you give a future pick. I could see something like that. Frank Sanders. I cannot. My crystal ball only stops after the first round, brother. I'm sorry. I just, that's fine. That's fine. And the only reason why is because Steve throws it off, man. Like it's like we're, we're, we, we can bark about the 23, but here's the same guy that we, you know, we want to give kudos to what he does in the day two of the draft and day three of the draft, day two of the draft. That to me is like, that's that's late. That's that's coming late to the party, man. And, and you know, you got a clown nose on a clown nose on your face. Like, what are we doing, bro? Like, no, first round pick has to be the the one and done. He has to be like he has to be the guy that you bring in that dominates and, and goes from there. Everything else right now will be added pieces to what we already know is a team that doesn't have a whole bunch of money to walk into free agency and get it like they did last year. And also we got a bunch of young guys on defense. So if, we, if we're going to stay in that mode. Then we need to figure it out. We got to. This is a young team, actually. Respectfully saying, you know, just looking at where we are, we we had a bunch of older vets back then, and I guess losing a couple guys. But I would like to see us add pieces, man, to the puzzle where Vance Joseph can actually add to this offense. He can add to this offense like they did in the beginning of the season. And I would love to see something that I've been saying before is, you know, Cliff Kingsbury take this offense, man, and do something magical with it, where he's attacking defenses and he's not sitting around or watching teams and everyone. You know, it becomes predictable. And that to me is I'm hoping Bo is just somebody that we're going to bring in. Will it? Will we add another piece that he that will make him feel special about doing something special on offense? Then, and, 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 and round one and two, I'm excited about that. Past that, it's, it's a crapshoot. And I don't want to see, I don't want to see Steve's magic when we're, when we're not even at the Ains, we're chilling out because day three is happening and we're picked. 335 is too much. It's too, it's too much. It's too much. The team on average. Yeah, it is. It is one of the oldest teams in the league, but at, at, when you look at it, there is a ton of youth on it as well. Uh, I mean, JJ Watt and these guys on their third, fourth contracts, they're going to take that average. They're going to take it way up. But when you look and at the, most of those guys are on one year deals anyway. Exactly. Like That's true. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's, you know, they take your average way up, but at the same time, your core you got a lot of youngsters there. Saw George Pickens in in the in the chat. I like him at fifty five. If they haven't addressed this receiver at 
at 23, but that's one of those ones. Like he's a guy that's fiery. You see, like I saw him swing on a couple opponents. They're wearing the helmet. I never understood why people on the football field swing at their heads when somebody's got a, a helmet on. But Pickens, he wanted to throw down. Is uh, he missed some time due to injury? But yeah, he's talented. He's got a good set of hands. Uh, he's a guy that could take the top off the defense. He'd be a great guy to have in the fold for the next four years. I have no problem with him at 55 if the if the wide receivers in the first round are completely just pick clean. So I'm going to tell you right now, if they don't take a receiver at 23, I, I'm not going to be able to sleep on Thursday night because I'm going to be so concerned <laughs> about those. What well, is it's it, a good 20, thing the Ainsworth has a, a room for you to stay. You know? Yeah, it's at the Hotel Ainsworth. I'm going to be there sleeping, probably in the bar. Uh, th- those 22 picks between whatever it is, 33 to, to, to 55, I'm going to be sweating it out. It was like last year when I was hoping they would get a receiver, and they did with Rondell Moore. Uh, it'll be the same type of thing, and it would also mark – you guys know this. They don't take they don't take a receiver at 23, and they take one in the second round. Fifth straight, second-round pick they will have used on a receiver. That's that's insane. Yeah. The the edge is going to be last year's corner. It's like, well, if they didn't take it with with their first round pick, they didn't take it with a, their second round pick. Like, where are they going to get a corner? And we didn't we didn't know that they were fully content with those the guys that they already had in the room. And then they made the move for Marco Wilson eventually, and then take Allen after that. But man, it's that was that's going to be one that if they don't identify and select within their first two picks, yeah, people Cardinals fans are going to be very nervous. Let me tell you this, though. You don't have to be very nervous. Children five and older eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine, the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick. The vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. Safe, free and highly effective vaccines are very are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. It's, everybody, it's loves, everybody loves London. pickings. Yeah, everybody. It's, just, yeah. it's going high. I, I, I like them. I see. The fireiness, man, is I don't have a problem with. I think, guys, that when you're in college, you, that's all emotions. Mm-hmm. And there's so much trash talking that you're going back and forth with your opponents, man. And then if you've, you're in the SEC, that's all you do all day is you talk trash because you think you're the, <laughs> you're the booger with the sugar. You're the top dog on the block. And guess what? Pickens came from just a national championship for the first time in, in years. And that, that's important to know that. But I like I like his skill set. Young and fiery, I don't mind because when he gets into a locker room with, with veterans, he tend to kind of – you got you to – you got to earn your stripes, and I'm not worried about that with guys coming into the NFL. Um, what the, whatever they did in college, I like that energy, but I would definitely like it. I like him. I like when that second round pick. I think that'd be a great he's, choice. Who's catching balls from Stetson? Some some walk on named Stetson who Pickens and that receiving core made look like a stud. So you know, immediate immediate upgrade with Kyler flinging him the football. Uh, we'll see what that that could do for a kid like Pickens' game as well. I, I am a little concerned about the production, the the injury history at, at Georgia. But I mean, I said the same thing about DK Metcalf and put my foot in my <laughs> mouth. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking about receiver production at the collegiate level after what he's been able to do. Uh, and you know, you play in the SEC, you play for a national champion, you check all the boxes in the off season with your workouts, your character. Um, I, I don't think he's going to be available at 55. Um, I think we're going to see a surplus of receivers. There, there's no that that we could see a record setting amount of receivers be drafted that would almost take up almost a third of the first round with receivers. We're, we talk about the big six here consistently. And we feel like they're all going to go somewhere in the first 32. You throw in a George Pickens or a Sky Moore or a Christian Watson. I mean, if, if you, if you take anything but a receiver at 23, 
there's no way I, I in my opinion you're giving you're getting someone of note you know you can hit on a sleeper later on someone of note at 55 you have to move up you have to be aggressive and move up and get somebody this is not going to be like last year where Rondo Moore falls to you this is like you better you better pull Buda Baker you better move up into the top 30 and get your guy and then you do this I feel good about this draft class I'm all done <laughs> let me let me calm your nerves though a little bit Okay. OGs, our new partner here at PHNX Sports. OGs Brands, we're welcome. We're welcoming them to the PHNX Sports team. OGs is one of America's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating an innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. Like a first-round wide receiver, it would flavor your journey. Let's get tropical. That's that's their their pitch let's get tropical and they've got some delicious tropical flavors including pina colada guava strawberry kiwi and you've got raspberry orange orange creamsicle gummies it's ogs you want to learn more about ogs go to the website ogbrands.com that's o-g-e-e-z brands.com find an ogs near you I want to remind everybody, gophnx.com has got you covered for wall-to-wall draft coverage. Become a member. Get a free t-shirt just like this. Mm. This awesome Rise Up Red Sea, gophnx.com, phnx merchandise locker. You want to dip your toe in? That's fine. You'll, you'll love it, I promise. 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months. Or, again, become a member for the full year, just under 60 bucks. Get a free t-shirt in the process check out all of our draft coverage check out the conclusion of this uh I was, i'm not going to say the sun season the coyote season wow. and our man craig morgan and company doing a phenomenal job wall to wall with their coverage and then of course the coup de gras our son's coverage led by mr gerald his article about why it's everybody take a deep breath phoenix suns are going to be okay starting tonight they're going to get back on track check all that out at gophnx.com gentlemen less than six days away in the NFL draft, how are we feeling? I feel great. You know what? And if oh, a Suns win would do like Kyler getting on the bird yesterday and yeah. kind of him and, and the organization for the first time all offseason long, kind of showing their, their being in unison together, being a united front for the first time. Like if, if the Suns can get a dub tonight, that would this would be a couple big days for Phoenix sports. It would. It, it would it would calm everybody down a little bit. I want to be unison about our love for an offensive player, but Frank Sanders is ruining everything. And man, a guy, DA, Damian Anderson, too. They, they just won't. And two guys that played the on offense, that side of the Yeah, the offensive guys. We're going to have yeah. to talk them into offensive players? Yeah. I, I think, you know, Cardinals Update made a, made a good point, and, and it's it's a new trend since, you know, the, the fifth-year option came into play. And there are teams that are still looking at quarterbacks, despite it being a very, very down year as far as these prospects are concerned. But the Arizona Cardinals are going to be at 23. Uh, and, and if they're if they see the rest of the draft board playing out kind of in their favor, if there are some teams that are trying to get that extra year, Great that point. extra option contract year from a quarterback that they like, a Desmond Ritter, somebody who's still on the board, maybe a couple of those guys uh, try to sneak in. Maybe that could play to, at thirty-two. Yeah, could play in the Cardinals' favor as far as you know they could trade down. It, I know it make people a little uneasy, but there could be a couple quarterbacks that go at the back end just because a team's trying to take advantage of that fifth year. You're getting a two for that, by the way. You trade down with a Detroit or somebody that's picking the top half of the second round. Southern Bears have two picks in the, in yep. the but they've got a quarterback. Sorry, yeah, that don't make but, sense. Now, but you can, you can if they want to trade up for a receiver. Let's say they wanted to trade up, and uh, they have legitimate interest in in Burks. I know they would love to reunite Justin Fields with Chris Olave. 
but that Frank Sanders that presents a whole big bigger group of problems if the Cardinals are trading down while somebody like Chris Olave is on the board. Look, if it's not it's not it's not impossible that they would do that because what we say, Kynes magic is better on the second day. And so if he can get two to three first, two to three second round picks that can add to it without doing what he normally does, that'd be good for him in that regards. And they won't have to give up so much, but look, I still, I got to stick with my defense, man. If we're sitting in a room and you got, and you got Kyler Murray and and D hops, and you also got Buda Baker and you got Zayvon Collins, or you bring in TJ Watts. What do you think this team needs that we're going, that's going to make a difference? I would be hard pressed to say that none of those guys are going to say we need defensive line, and we need to find some. We need we need we need somebody on the defensive side of the ball. That, I would be hard pressed as a player being in the locker room looking at this team. I'm going to say, look, we need somebody on defense in order to give us a chance. Whether they be young, experienced, but they got to be they got to be they got to be dogs. Whether whatever wow. whatever they come from, whatever their background looks like, they we need, we be do dogs need some dogs. We need some I will dogs. say this so, though, I need that. Hey, Kyler, they they said it yesterday. Kyler gives his wish list. He's a big draft guy. He always gives his input. And this is a very special offseason with, with Kyler and what's gone down. I doubt he's putting, oh, I want a defensive lineman. Hey, Steve, go get my guy. Go get somebody to beat some beef on that defensive line. He's saying, go get me a wide receiver. Go get or me an offensive lineman. lineman. Yeah, for sure. It's not on his, <laughs> unless it's his boy Benito from uh, from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. It, you know, I, I don't think he's putting any big defensive names on that on his wish list. I think That's most right. Cardinal fans would feel better about Kyler Murray picking the players next <laughs> Thursday than Steve Kime. <laughs> and uh, that's all you have to say about Mr. Executive. I hope he can pull one out of his out of his ass, gentlemen, because to this point, it's been Kyler Murray or Buss really for the standout first round picks. The last first rounder that they've spent on a non quarterback offensive player. DJ Humphreys, some would argue, is second best first round pick. I want to remind everybody be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five star review. You can follow us, go phnx.com, phnx sports on Twitter, or excuse me, on YouTube, phnx underscore cardinals on Twitter. We're going to be back next week for our draft coverage extravaganza. Bo will be in the house. We'll be live again at the Ainsworth. Get your reservations now. Be on the list. We want to see you there. We want to party and hang out and celebrate. Whatever happens at Pick 23, it's going to be a historic, monumental experience that we want to have with all of you. For Bo Brock, Frank Sanders, I'm Johnny Venerable. We will see you on Monday. Bye, friends.